Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas Eve, everybody. Hopefully everyone is going to have a very enjoyable Christmas. But I have one question for the New Jersey Devils. Did Santa Claus give us a dud for Christmas? Let's revisit it and find out. Your Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty, now what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer Trey Matthews, and Merry Christmas Eve, everybody, or uh, in my case, since I'm recording this on December the 23rd, 2020 at 8.51 p.m. Eastern Time, I guess I have to say Merry Christmas Eve, Eve. That's a reference to a TV show. I'm not sure what TV show, but um, I saw the meme, so that's all that counts. So if you had checked out yesterday's episode, I basically talked about P.K. Subban and basically how his honest reactions might have been for the New Jersey Devils' organization as a whole, because as we know, we've made a whole lot of moves, like a whole lot, like we we have a new coaching staff, everybody. We have a new roster from new draft selections to uh, veteran players jumping aboard. We have championship pedigree, playoff pedigree, whatever the case might be. So I expect the New Jersey Devils to maybe take a step forward. But as you guys know, uh, on Monday's episode at least, I hinted towards the fact that uh, we could see uh, one player, one player that we've signed that could potentially become a dud. And since this is Christmas Eve, I decided to do sort of a little special on it and just revisit it since we have more information about it. I've had a couple more months to digest it, and I still stick by my statement from October when we traded for this player saying that I don't think it's going to work and that I see more negatives than positives. And who am I talking about? Well, like I said, if you had checked out Monday's episode in which I talked about the uh, NHL officially returning and also what that meant for the New Jersey Devils, I said that there is one player that I'm a little concerned about and I broke it down. And it's also going to be featured in my first article for the Hockey Writers. Like I told you guys yesterday, I got the job at Hockey Writers and I actually wrote upon this. And uh, yeah, the more I wrote about it, the more I, you know, stuck by it even stronger. So, yeah, we're going to talk about that. And, oh my goodness, I forgot to tell you what the player I was talking about. I am talking about Ryan Murray when we traded for him back in October for a fifth-round selection that we originally got from the Buffalo Sabres in that Wayne Simmons deal. So, yeah, that's the player I was talking about because I just see too many issues with Ryan Murray. And, you know, I did more research and I'm able to break it down even further. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And I hope you guys will enjoy it because... I I really need to show you guys my overall opinion on this, this assessment, and we'll just break it down even further. And as you guys know, I also had Jay Forrester, who is the host of not only Locked On NHL, but he's also the host of Locked On Columbus Blue Jackets. He came onto the show and he talked about his opinions on it. And, you know, he shed some light on the Ryan Murray ordeal. So, you know, for the Blue Jackets side of things, it was a salary dump. But, um, you know, he said there's some good things to Murray, even if he's uh, injured a lot. But when healthy, he can do this, that, and third so yeah that's what we're going to talk about and uh i don't know i'm kind of uh placing my bets for uh murray to get injured once again and not contribute a whole lot to the new jersey devils so uh yeah oh wait did i just say bet oh that must be time for our first live read of today's show so 
All right, everybody, are we ready for some college football? College football heads into the bowl season, and there are some big matchups this weekend. NFL regular season is finishing up with a playoff picture becoming clearer. There is only one place that has you covered and one place we trust. Go to betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code Locked On for 50% welcome bonus. Talent talks about one or multiple options, NFL games of the week or college football top games and even current headlines in sports. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get on in the action. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Also, check out social media. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner at betonline underscore ag to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business sign up for a free account and use the promo code locked on for your sign up bonus hashtag bet online get with it and get in the game everybody Alrighty, everybody, the start of the 2020-2021 NHL season is right around the corner. Like I said, January 13th is the start day, and January 14th will be the official start day for the New Jersey Devils as they are going to take on the Boston Bruins. So despite all of the excitement, there's still a lot of uncertainty that remains with certain teams, and unfortunately, we fall into that category, let's just admit it, because like I said, I've stated this many times on this show before, I don't know what the New Jersey Devils are trying to build, but it's interesting to say the least because, you know, with the addition of Crawford, Janssen, and also Murray, in which we're about to get into, like, you know, we're not exactly, like, uh, rebuilding, to say the least, but at the same time, we're not going to be contenders, so are we just trying to sneak into that last playoff spot? I don't know. Like, our odds, according to betonline.ag, are not really good to win sitting at uh, plus 66.00. So, you know, like I said, I'm trying to get used to betting. I don't know how to call that number. So I guess plus 6,600. So, yeah, our odds aren't really looking good to uh, win the Stanley Cup. But um, so, yeah, we, we have a lot of unanswered question marks that the organization has still yet to answer. And coming off of a disappointing season in which we finished dead last in the Metropolitan Division at 28, 29, and 12, some were left baffled from some of the offseason moves, including myself, that were made by Tom Fitzgerald and others. For the most part, the signings, trades, and draft selections were generally well-received. However, with the, any busy offseason, there's always a few inquiries that need answers. So one of those answers that I want to know is, well, let's, uh, let's turn back the clock even further. If a general manager can add playoff and championship pedigree to their respective roster, it can help benefit any organization in the long run because uh, every team needs a boatload of veteran players to help the youngsters. So like with the addition of Crawford, we get someone who's won two Stanley Cups with a very stacked organization and also with Janssen yes Janssen is still relatively young and still relatively new in the sport of hockey to say the least because you know he's only been in the NHL for uh like three or four years but you know he's played in the playoffs so uh and with a really good organization as well in the Toronto Maple Leafs even though they haven't won anything since the 1960s I still got to admit they they know how to get to the playoffs and Janssen's been a part of that for three or four straight years so you know we get more playoff experience to add to our roster to help guide Holtz and Mercer try to, you know, become better. And also Hughes and Heizer, in which they need uh, help in. So, you know, with Janssen and and, um, and uh, Crawford, that can really benefit us in the long run. So, you know, I like what Tom Fitzgerald did right there. 
And that is why I was perfectly satisfied with, you know, those two signings. However, out of all of our offseason acquisitions, there is one major concern that everyone seems to be overshadowing, and that is our new defensive man, Ryan Murray. So, like I said, uh, Ryan Murray can potentially be a good player, but I think there's just too many question marks about this guy. So, uh, let, let's answer the question. How did he get here in the first place? Well, on October 8th, the New Jersey Devils made their first move of the offseason by obtaining Ryan Murray from the Columbus Blue Jackets in exchange for a 2021 fifth-round draft pick. The trade was a surprise to many due to Murray having been the former second overall pick in the 2012 draft, being traded for, you know, essentially nothing because uh, a fifth-round draft pick, you know, there's only been a handful of people who've been drafted so late in the NHL and they've actually become, you know, something special. So, you know, it's a fifth-round draft pick, but still, as a rebuilding organization, you you want to take as many draft picks as you can potentially take. So, uh, yeah, I'm not really uh, – I'm a little skeptical about it. it. It depends what might happen in the long run. It depends on, you know, if Murray ends up working out for us, then by all means, I'm, I'm okay with it. But, you know, if he's only here for a temporary uh, roster filler kind of thing, I'm just going to be like – Fitzgerald, you're an idiot. Now we essentially got nothing, but we'll get into that uh, later in the episode. So anyway, back to what I was saying. The original owners for that fifth round draft pick were the Buffalo Sabres. And, you know, the Buffalo Sabres aren't really projected to do that well either. So, you know, the fifth round uh, pick might be high in that regards, you know, in, in that fifth round, the, the the pick might be a little higher. So, you know, it's not going to be like a late fifth round pick. So uh, obviously nothing is set in stone. However, the Devils acquired that pick from them at the trade deadline in exchange for Wayne Simmons, as I mentioned earlier. So people can view this as essentially a trade for Murray in exchange for Simmons. So, you know, Simmons didn't really work out for the New Jersey Devils, and that's why we had to get rid of him at the trade deadline for essentially, you know, a fifth-round pick, you know, nothing special. But at the end of the day, you know, Simmons, who didn't work out for the New Jersey Devils and trading him for a draft pick, you know, I think that's a step in the right direction for a really rebuilding uh, franchise because Simmons was originally just signed for one year, and I don't think he was going to re-sign with us anyway, so... Uh, you know, better to get something out of it versus nothing. And, you know, if it's a fifth round draft pick, that that really helps a uh, rebuilding organization. So, you know, kudos for the New Jersey Devils for, you know, just jumping the gun on that quickly as they possibly could. So that's why Fitzgerald was entrusted to take the reins full time as GM because he made moves like that to try to, you know, jumpstart our rebuilding uh, process. People can view this, you know, uh, you know, as like, uh, you know, that that's nothing, Trey. You're just uh, stretching it. It's a Bikram yoga stretch. Well, you know, uh, yeah, it's a stretch maybe, but at the same time, you know, we, we need all the picks we can possibly get if you're rebuilding. Okay, so back to business. On the Blue Jacket side of things, this was obviously a salary dump, as stated by Jay Forster when he uh, guest starred on this show a few months ago to discuss a trade with me. As a result, they were able to create an estimate of $14 million in available space, whereas for the Devils, they were in need of some defensive assistance due to them having one of the worst blue lines in all of the NHL. As I've stated many, many, many times during the offseason, they needed something to help their defensive presence. To put this into a better perspective, their goals allowed per game average was 3.25, which was tied for 28th worst in the NHL 
and also their shots allowed per game average was 32.7, which was 26th worse. So it's worth mentioning that the Devils had an open spot for their left side defensive position due to Mikro Mueller not exactly being qualified for the job. So Tom Fitzgerald listened to me and thought it was time to have the main domino piece fall. And with the addition of Murray, it left many fans excited for a potential leap forward in the right direction for the organization. However, I personally think this Murray trade is overhyped. Now, why is it overhyped, you might be asking? Well, I remember when this trade was first announced in the news. Let's do a little bit of a backstory. Fans in New Jersey were celebrating and took to social media to express their excitement. At one point, I even saw the hashtag in Fitz We Trust appear a few times on my Twitter timeline. Everybody seemed to gloat about the fact that we acquired a potentially good player for seemingly nothing in return. However, I remained on the opposite spectrum. To elaborate on that a touch further, I am skeptical about this specific trade scenario. In my humble opinion, there seems to be three main factors that people are overlooking involving this trade. Now, what are they, you might ask? Well, oh my gosh, I am low on energy right now, you guys. I need something to just uh, fill me up real quick. So, uh, wait, wait, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, there, there it is. There's my built bar. Okay, so uh, back to what I was saying. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You want to know what a built bar is? Well, I, I guess we got time. Let me tell you something about built bar. Built bar is the best tasting protein bar ever the improved built bar is even more delicious 18 amazing flavors including nut and non-nut flavors six new flavors caramel brownie cookies and cream cherry barcia lemon almond cheesecake carrot cake apple almond crisp oh my gosh this is delicious i've already had a few when i go out to the gym and they are super healthy too you're probably thinking wait a minute these bars are covered in 100 chocolate soft and easy to chew uh, uh 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 sounds like an unhealthy snack that is not true as i stated built bars are healthy built bar is great for the health conscious guy lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat built bars are low in calorie low in sugar high protein high fiber great for a keto diet and you yes you i'm gonna make an offer that you can't refuse go to builtbar.com and use the promo code locked on and you'll get ten dollars off your next order use the promo code locked on and get ten dollars off at builtbar.com there we go i repeated it so that way you don't have to rewind it go to builtbar.com and get your built bars right now Okay, let's do a little bit of a recap, shall we? So basically, in this episode, we are discussing why I am not the biggest fan of the Ryan Murray trade. I know we've talked about it before on this show, but let's just do a little bit of a revisit. And uh, basically, I think this is either a sink or a swim situation because Ryan Murray can either contribute a lot to our team and prove that he's got a lot left in the tank because, remember, he's getting up there in terms of, you know, creeping in on 30 and, you know, with his injury history. Well, you know, let's, let's, basically before the break, I was about to share you guys uh, the three main factors I feel like people are overlooking involving this trade. And, uh, yeah, let's talk about it. So, number one. Murray has a history of back problems, and it seems to be degenerating as the older he gets. Another reason why Murray was dealt out of Columbus is because he has never seemed to be able to remain healthy for a long period of time. It's a problem that began even early in his uh, NHL career, as he missed 35% of his first five full seasons in the league, okay? That's a major red flag. So, your first five seasons in the league, and you missed 35% of them? I know... 35% 35% seems like a small number, but think about it, guys. So um, the, the NHL season has about 82 games, okay? 82 games, barring a lockout or barring a COVID-19. So you're telling me your first five seasons in the NHL and you've missed 
35% of it, okay? That's a problem, okay? And uh, think about it. So, like, um, this is, of course, just rough math. So, you know, 82 plus 82 plus 82 plus 82 gives you X amount of games, and you miss 35% of it, okay? So, uh, yeah, moving on. The most games he's ever played in during his career was 66, which took place during his rookie year. So, yeah, red flag, red flag, red flag. The most games he's ever played was his rookie year. So, yeah, that's a little bit of a concern right there. Last season, he only participated in 27 games and only racked up 9 points, 2 goals and 7 assists. Look, I know you're a defenseman and all, but I need you to put up better numbers at least because uh, Jay Forrester uh, credited you as being one of the best passers for defensive men and also being one of the best flashy passers ever. Like, you know, saying like, oh man, how did he pass it like that? How did he get it up the rank? So, you know, I need a little bit uh, higher numbers from you because I know one season you put up 28 assists. I forget what year, but, you know, still, I, I expect more from Murray. And also 27 games, like, I don't know. This guy is like, uh, it's a red flag for me. If, if I was a Columbus Blue Jackets, I would trade him for a, a bag of chips and, um, you know, so, some... Uh, a bag of chips and I guess a soda, I guess. So, you know, I was trying to think of something more insulting, but I couldn't off the top of my head. If he can't remain healthy, then he's going to be taking up unnecessary space on our roster. So red flag right there. Second red flag. This is his final year of his two-year contract, after which he'll become an unrestricted free agent. My question to Fitzgerald and the entire front office, can you convince him to sign long-term? If so, how long are you going to sign him for? Because, like I said, just because he plays like, uh, you know, let's just say he plays 45 out of the 56 games uh, possibly played this year, who's to say he might just play another 27 games the following year? So, you know, how long do you sign him for? Because you can't just be signing him to two years, two years, two years, and two years until he finally decides to retire because you're trying to rebuild or you're trying to get to the playoffs because there's two different uh, scenarios and outcomes, okay? So that's my question. And uh, if things do go bad and we are unable to trade him, so like if we are performing bad and he's injured, how are we going to trade him? No one's going to want him, not even for a draft pick. So, you know, that that's my concern. And like what if you uh, – what if the draft pick is seventh round or something like that? So it's much lower than the fifth round pick that we had to give up. So, you know, we're definitely going to regret that. And, and what if we do perform good and he's just injured? Then what do you do? And also uh, the third thing that scares me is what if we do bad he wants out we can't trade him because you know of his history and what if he just leaves in free agency then we will get nothing out of the trade so that's a major concern right there and third of all I hope this organization is not trying to rush the rebuild process because I remember another uh, New Jersey team that tried to uh, rushed their way out of a rebuilding process and they moved to Brooklyn that's a NBA team if you guys need a reference so uh, because with the state that we're currently in, we need all the draft picks we can uh, potentially collect, okay? Uh, I fear that the Devils underperform again and that Murray could also potentially get hurt as well, be hard to trade, or just flat out leave in free agency. I'm aware that it's only a fifth round pick, but everything is so crucial as a rebuilding franchise. So Tom Fitzgerald, you know, your your leash isn't exactly long. You, you've proven yourself worthy of the position, but keep in mind, that does not mean your leash is long, okay? So if the Devils keep failing to, you know, impress, then, you know, we're, we're going to get you out of here. I'm sorry. So, you know, that that's my, that's 
my concern. So those are my main three takeaways. So uh, his injury history, his contract, and also the state of what our organization is currently in. So, you know, someone like Janssen, he's under contract for a few more years. So, you know, we're able to uh, keep him if things do go wrong. And, you know, if if, uh, he does decide to leave, hopefully, you know, we're in a better position. So overall, I do see that Murray has a lot of potential. That is why he was selected second overall and is considered one of the best defensive passers, as I mentioned. However, I firmly believe that the negatives outweigh the positives. Hopefully everything works out in the end, but the one message I have uh, for the Devils fans is that remember when we thought we won the P.K. Subban trade by a landslide, but we got a reality check this past uh, season? Even though the circumstances might be different, the context stays relatively the same. There's potential upside, but a lot more factors that could also derail us, okay? So, you know, uh, with P.K. Subban's contract, uh, we can't trade him. We can't buy him out. And we just got to hold our cards if he underperforms again this year that Seattle will take him away. But uh, Seattle ain't coming to the rescue this time for Murray. So, you know, uh, that's my that's my question. That's my question. And, uh, you know, feel free to disagree with me. I know a few of my uh, other New Jersey Devils podcast, um, you know, colleagues uh, kind of disagree with me on this as well. But, you know, that's just basically my opinion. So, you know, uh, we'll, we'll just have to agree to disagree disagree but you know let me know what you guys think on locked on devils twitter but that's about all the time i have for you guys today happy holidays everyone i hope you guys have a merry christmas the following uh day and uh i wish you peace love and joy from my family to yours uh continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day new jersey don't worry we will still have uh three episodes next week before the start of the new year i will catch you guys in the next episode i am looking forward to it we will also discuss Mackenzie blackwood's contract extension once i get more information don't worry i did not forget about that so i will catch you guys in the next episode